Hey everybody, it's your host, Hampton Dorch, here with a recap of my episode with Grayson Hill, uh, who went from being my best friend in college to my brother-in-law, which is an awesome story. Here's a couple of things I learned from Grayson. One, a decision that he made for himself um, in high school was doing theater. Guys, that is a growth mindset right there. A fixed mindset is, ah, it's a little out of my comfort zone. What if I fail? What if I'm just in the background? What if my friends make fun of me? What if, what if, what if, what if, what if? Guys, if you had a growth mindset, your life would look so different. And I'm very convicted of having a fixed mindset so often. Fixed mindset, people are just afraid of failure. They're obsessed with natural talent. They don't step outside of their comfort zones. But what if, what if you tried something new? And that's what he did. I mean, guys, Grayson's probably going to be on Broadway one day somehow. I mean, he is something else. Um, and I just think it's cool that he was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. Like, I am going to step out of my comfort zone um, and do theater. And I mean, amazing things happen. He got to do that um, in high school and then even in college in different capacities and everything. So lots to learn from him there. Step out of your comfort zone. Have a growth mindset, too. How are you spending your summers? And, and you know, maybe you're not in college. A lot of you aren't. Um, so maybe another way to look at this is just like, how are you stewarding your free time? Um, we all have the same amount of time. Cheesy. Everyone says this, but you have 24 hours in a day. How, you know, how do you spend it? <laughs> I heard a speaker say one time, you know, people say, ah, I don't have time to go to the gym. Oh, I'm not a reader. I can read. Oh, oh, okay. That's cool. Well, I thought Stranger Things came out last week, the new episode, the, I mean, the new season. And, oh, you, you, you've watched every episode? <laughs> Guys, I'm not calling anybody out. I've done this too. Like, binged 10 hours of a season. I mean, guys, you could start a podcast, and, and I'm not boasting here. I mean, I've wasted a colossal amount of time in my life. But just be mindful. How are you spending your time? If you have another free summer, for the love, do something that's going to invest in yourself. I mean, the best thing you can do, especially earlier in life, is learn how to lead yourself. You got to trust me with that. So spend your summers wisely. Grayson was involved on campus. He worked at Alpine Camp for Boys. I mean, for the people that I interview um, sometimes for work or like, or like an, an involved in their interview process, I rarely look at different internships that they have. It's really more of how do they choose to spend their free time and how do they choose to grow themselves, you know? And, and maybe, maybe that is an internship for you so you can go work at a bank, whatever that is like, and that's fine. I just think that really developing your leadership skills and your character um, are going to take you a really long way and help you stand out. Another thing, a lot of us are not managers or, you know, top level leaders, certainly like executives at companies. And, you know, many of us like aren't in college. Some of you might be, but organizational health culture. I mean, those are so important. You might be in a job right now where you kind of hate it because you have a bad boss, but don't blame your boss, blame their boss and blame their boss's boss's boss. I mean, like guys having a bad culture is, you know, a lot of times a product of bad leadership, organizational health, culture, leadership, they all like intertwine with each other. And the thing is, is like, 
There's no easy button like anything in life. It takes time um, to be a part of a healthy culture at work, to be a part of a healthy friend group and community. Um, Gage, who I had on my podcast recently, talks about like people complain about not having community or the friends that they want. Well, yeah, because it takes time. I mean, think about the best friends that you have. Like it takes time and shared experiences with one another. And so like I, I bring all that up to say that we had an awesome opportunity through our fraternity to to see that over time, to see different things we were involved in improve. And sure, we may have played a part in that, but I thought it was cool how with, you know, step seeing the thing that we got to do at Sanford, that was a whole lot of fun that I care way too much about. Like most of my class, me and Grayson's class did it like all four years. And so when we were seniors where a lot of times seniors check out, we had 18 guys. Yes, I know the exact number. We had 18 22-year-olds looking for jobs, many getting engaged and married that said, I'm going to go sing and dance on a stage because I care about this organization and what it's done for me. And that's a cool thing. I mean, it like when you can develop other leaders and not say that like that's what Grayson and I did, but like we all together collectively – kept pouring into this one organization over time. And so the, the the challenge that I have for you, you're probably an individual contributor at a company. I am too. Play your part, like develop yourself so that you, then you can develop other people. And that's, that's what's going to lead to you being a great leader. That's what's going to lead to you being a part of a great culture in your organization or, you know, a, a club or, or friend group that you're a part of. Um, next. Postgrad, graduating college, it's hard, you know, and so many different ways you could go. It's like the first time in your life that everything's not scripted for you. I mean, so many of us kind of grow up in these households, super blessed, middle school, high school, college. How much do you really control? And you graduate and it's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I can move wherever I want. I can do whatever I want. You know, I can spend my time however I want. No one's making me do anything. And in some senses, like the world is your oyster. Oyster. Did I say that word wrong? Anyways. <laughs> like, but you're not just going to fall into the community you're looking for, like the best friends in the world. Like it, it, it takes time. And as Grayson said, community is, is really key here. Like when you graduate college, how you're spending your free time, I urge you, if you're a Christian, dive into your church, get in a community group, whether it's people your age or older people to learn from them. If you're not a Christian, find some other group of people, some club, like we all long to be a part of something bigger than ourselves. Just be a part of something and, and gauge one of my previous guests. He said the sacrifice, sorry, correct. The price of community is the sacrifice of commitment. The price of community is the sacrifice of commitment. In other words, if you want community, the cost is commitment. And what does commitment mean? It means showing up when it's hard, when you're uncomfortable, when you're tired, when you're busy. So just remember, if you do that over time, it will compound and you will have deep, rich community. And I really do think lately I've been thinking about it, that's wealth. That's what wealth is, having deep, authentic relationships with other people that know you inside and out. That when you're down in the dumps, they're there for you and vice versa. 
So especially in a post-grad environment when your whole life has been scripted for you, find that community next. Definitely next. Don't envy other people, especially in post-grad, because here's the thing. Some of us have parents who own family businesses, and so we walk into inheriting like a million dollars. And by the way, quick rant. If you are that person or you know that person, do not judge them for that. It's so easy to be like, oh, yeah, well, their dad gave them that. Well, guess what? If you're listening to this podcast, like, well, no, I'm I'm not going to generalize. But like if you grew up with two parents in your house that gave you a hug <laughs> – you're, you're ahead of a lot of the people in the world. Like if you had two parents that loved you, like you are so blessed. I mean, think about the people that didn't have that. And they're like, wow, they had two parents that loved them. They sent them to school. They brought them to church. They took them. They let them go to college. Maybe they didn't pay for all of college, but like they helped you get there. And so there's always someone that's been given more than us. And to make ourselves feel better, we're like, oh my gosh, their dad gave them that. They're just walking into that business. Stop that. That's not helping anybody. So little rant there. Don't do that. Envy is evil coveting golly like don't do not do that like comparison the only time to compare yourself to someone is if you're saying i really admire this and i want to be more like this person not like am i better am i worse how do i how do i beat them it's toxic don't do that in fact the sign of a true friend is when someone is making three times as much money as you and it seems like they're crushing it for you to genuinely be able to say, you are awesome. Like you're crushing it. And I'm so proud of you. Like, can I learn from you? Can I ask you a couple of questions? Guys, I mean, do that. And, and, and you're not going to regret it. I mean, envying and coveting that ruins relationships. And honestly, think about it this way. The person you're coveting, um, they're, they're coveting something or someone else. Uh, so that's just a distraction that gets in the way of really our calling and purpose. Don't do that. And then finally, no surface level. <laughs> and, I, and I've got a bunch of buddies that, you know, will hang out and it'll be pretty surface level for a lot of the times. But I, I have been challenged and been thinking about if I go to dinner with a group of guys, or if I'm with my community group at church and like it's not a night where we're like specifically talking about the sermon or something, try to ask one question, one question of like, hey, how are you doing? You're not allowed to say good. It could be great, but it could also be, I'm struggling. Like, try to go below the surface with people. People connect most over brokenness. So in order to do that, you're going to have to open up first. You're going to have to be vulnerable before anybody else. And guys, Grayson is the master of this. And he would give all glory to God. But like, from when we were 18 years old to now, he can he can play around and and one of the funniest guys I know, but he's always gonna check in on you, and that's what real friends, that's what real brothers and sisters do. Um, so don't be surface level, guys. My brother-in-law Grayson is an amazing leader, and he's gonna do some amazing things. And I'm just honored to have him in my family. And like, it's funny because. As I look back to college, I mentioned this earlier, but we both had opportunities to lead in different capacities in our fraternity and on campus. And like, I used to just talk so much and you might be like, well, you're talking a lot right now, but even more, frankly, I think I just like, like to hear myself talk. I thought I was smart and like, I might have some good things to say, but like, 
when Grayson talked, people listen because he picked his spots. You know, he listened first. He asked people questions. He wanted to seek to know them instead of seek to be known. So then he had their trust. And when he spoke, people listened. And I'd like to say people listened to me. Um, but they probably listened less because I talked a lot and I made it about me first. Um, luckily, praise God for this. I've learned to not make it all about me. I'm not perfect. I still fall into that. And I even will confess this. I'm going to do it consistently because I want to, I want to, you guys to hold me accountable, but even like this podcast, I'm having so much fun with it. I'm learning a ton, meeting a ton of awesome people, but like, guys, don't let me make this about me. Like, <laughs> this is not about me. I've had so many people invest in me and help me grow and become a better leader. Grayson definitely being one of those people. And genuinely, like, from the bottom of my heart, that's what I want for you. But I also want to tell you at the same time, me talking on a microphone makes me feel good about myself sometimes. And just want to let you guys know that. So thankful for you listening to this um, and very thankful for my brother-in-law, Grayson, who is the absolute man. Um, so I'm going to stop talking now, but I will see you all on Monday. It is time for you and me to wake up and lead.